Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 208 of Lave Radio, the show that talks about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I am your host, Colin Phoenix Defire Ford, Chief Archivist of Lave Station, and joining me in the Orange Sidewinder for this episode, we have our Chief Bar Steward, Grant Cycle Cow Wilcott. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. We've got our uh, Director of Pest Control, Dr. Toxic. Good evening. Good evening. And we have our Lavian Space Program Director, Andy Barnes, known as Commander Kurgle. Hey, good evening. Right. Well, if you wish, you can join us. We are hanging out in game, in open, in a Thargoid attack system, which I'm going to try to pronounce as Kamahedu. <laughs> if that is wrong, I don't care. But um, we're we're probably going to be going uh, Thargoid scout hunting later, or during the show in open. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Does that sound like an adventure to everybody else? It'll be fine, especially if we all use beam lasers. Nothing can go wrong, right? Nothing can go wrong. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Um, if you can't get to us in-game, we're also in the Twitch chat, which you can access through laveradio.com slash live. Click on the live chat. And, of course, we are live on Twitch TV slash laveradio. So it has been um, an interesting week and a bit for me, so, but I will ask everybody else how they're doing first. So... Uh, Commander Kurgle, how have you been for the last week? I've been pretty good. We're busy at work and I've got a bit of holiday coming up soon. So it's been work, work, work on that side. We've got a whole room full of school kids in at the moment that our coders are teaching to make games and they're having a lot of fun. Uh, so that's pretty thrilling. I spent the weekend painting a load of my miniatures, which I haven't done for ages. Uh, I've been crushing the trade lanes with Toxic. I'm sure I'll t he'll tell you more about that in a minute. Uh, and I've had my first go up blacking some Thargoids with Toxic earlier today. And uh, yeah, it's been really good so far. Well, I've been corrected so far by Commander Starion and chat. It's Cam Adhenu. So there we go. Once, once again, my I'm in desperate need of a tongue transplant. So, Dr. Toxic, what have you been up to for the last week or so? Trying to pronounce this system name. Um, <laughs> I earned trade trade elite um, yesterday, maybe the day before yesterday, like that. Um, right. Trade elite does that to you. All days blur into one kind of never-ending mess, don't they? Yes. Yeah, I must um, admit. Else have I been? Oh yeah, I've been out Thargoid bashing tonight. Um, hopefully tonight's a little bit of fun and games. <laughs> yes, well, let's just hope we have a little bit more success than other people have had on live streams lately, not mentioning any names, Ed and Will. <clears throat> now, uh, obviously, there's a lot of anticipation here because he's not been on for a while. How are we, Grant? How's the bathroom? <laughs> oh god right so yeah not much in the way of big news in that respect because we have been away down to Wimbledon for that special business meeting um, mm -hmm. which went spectacularly well um, it was really nice to sort of get all the, the sort of headline 
project sort of numbers that they give you in these presentations when they say things like, you know, last year there was over, I think it was 48 million products sold worldwide and um, stuff like that that makes you think, Blomerick! That's amazing! But the bathroom is currently getting the door frame. Sorry, I'm just fiddling around with the USB cable. Um, it's currently getting the new soft push door frame worked on by uh, Commander Saimuf at the moment and so there's a big polythene bag there covering it up and the flooring is almost ready to be tiled. Uh, this is a second floor which is going to shape the drainage. Um, right. So yeah, it's, it's coming on. I reckon um, that maybe in a month we'll have that done and we'll be Moving on to the, the next project, of which there are flipping tons. However, the decoration's oh. all done. Uh, the entire house has been re-wallpapered, repainted, and looks spectacular. Excellent. Are you still managing to get out to Beagle Point, or have you succumbed to space madness yet? Well, last week's Hutton show ended my ship again, or it was the week before Hutton show, where I've done the podcast, and yeah, sure enough, I come, I wake up in the next morning, and I sit down. No, in fact, it wasn't. It was live radio, and it was the oh. Hutton show. <laughs> when I sat down to set up for Hutton, I turned on the machine, checked the feed, and then sure enough, I heard that alarming sound of the Elite Game music running, and realised oh I'd left myself logged in, and <laughs> in front of a star, and I didn't have much ship left. So at the current minute. Once I get my um, key bindings working, I'm heading back to Colonia for repairs for the fourth time. <laughs> it's Commander Boomerang. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Colonia a lot, but I've definitely had uh, struggled greatly to get Mars to Beagle Point. <laughs> but you know, back to Colonia, repair, and back on out. Oh man, yeah. Well, let's see. I have had. A very weird couple of weeks. Obviously, I couldn't make it last week. Um, on a personal note, I would just like to thank everybody who was at the Drabble show a couple of weeks ago. Because all your shenanigans and jokes about, how shall we put this, um, evacuations, etc. Really did help take my mind off what turned out to be a rather uncomfortable Saturday. Uh, so <laughs> We didn't see it on Twitch. <laughs> no, it was on Twitch and everything. Um, oh no, no, the your travel shows on Twitch. That wasn't. And, <laughs> and I, I was um, put it this way. I, I saw enough to suddenly realise uh, that the inside of your body doesn't look exactly how you imagine it. And I think that should be the end of that. Uh, unfortunately. Well, fortunately, they found nothing, nothing wrong. But that also means, unfortunately, they haven't got an answer. So, yeah, that, that's a bit of a question mark. And the search continues. How they're going to search, I have the mind boggles. Um, in the game, I'm pleased to say that, uh, well, I've been, I've been playing uh, quite a lot of Thargoid bashing. And there will hopefully be a new top shift out probably later in the week. Um, showing a couple of things that I've been doing. But uh, apart from that, yeah, business as usual for, from now on, hopefully. So, 
what we're going to do is that um, tonight, do we have a message uh, from Commander Stroud about the current situation with uh, the Lave Station? Not that I'm aware of. I was aware that there's a, another episode that he has finished the recording from uh, what you would call a conclave or a part three. Is it? Oh, right. Okay. So, so I know that that's ready to go out um, as soon as we tag it up and get it up on the site. So that will be out this evening. Um, right. So check okay. That out and that will have, I think, some more of the discussion and the ins and outs. Um, I've not actually heard them, so I'm not quite sure if they're quite raw. Mm hmm. Well, okay. Well, well, we'll come back to that one. There is one thing that I think we should discuss about um, uh, the the Live Radio network activity at the moment. Um, there have been rumours circulating of some kind of connection between Live Radio Network and the League of Reparation. Even though the disgraced commander Riri McAllister comes from Lave, we at Lave Radio would like to take this opportunity to deny any links to the League of Reparation and have no contact of any kind with Riri McAllister. And we're also glad she got shot. Think that's clear enough? What? <laughs> that will probably mean something to about three or four people out there, so we'll just leave it there. So, on to the development news. So, we've had actually quite a lot of little bits that have come out that have kind of added up over the last week. Um, the first thing on the agenda is that David Braben was interviewed by the Cambridge Independent, where there was a few things mentioned about Elite. Um, who's, who's read that article? Did think it was someone that? that was one of yours, wasn't just it? Just me. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically... <laughs> To summarise, he did go on to quote that there are, are still about 100 developers working on Elite Dangerous. They're very pre pleased with its progress and um, uh, the, they are looking forward to bringing out more free updates and paid updates in the near Well, not in the near future, in the future. You know what they say, they, they're not giving timescales anymore. So um, that, was, that was quite um, encouraging. Uh, and on top of that, there was quite a lot of um, uh, discussion of the other two games and the fact that they've got another two games which are in pre-production or the beginning of development planning. Uh, in other words, we've got uh, our Dr. K. Ross from Frontier uh, was featured in a PC Gamer interview, a uh, subject of the mind-bending science behind the planets of Elite Dangerous. Did anyone read this one? <laughs> I mean, I can save you an awful lot of time. I mean, I've been pretty much out of everything <laughs> for the, the last week and a bit. Sorry, last month even. Um, right. So they, this is news to me, but yeah. Where, where can I get that uh, David Braben interview? Um, I have put a link in the show notes. Uh, it's from the Cambridge Independent newspaper. So I will pass you that, that over to you. Um, well, the uh, the PC Gamer article is also now actually available on the PC Gamer website. It was in the magazine. I think they've got a sort of like a, a one-month cooldown where uh, articles will, will appear from the previous month as soon as the new, episode, the, the new uh, magazine is out. So um, we'll put we'll put the link in the show notes. Now, uh, there are two Frontier Elite meets coming. One is at uh, the Gamescom. Uh, and one is in the PAX West Community event. Uh, 
So um, at the present moment in time, uh, sorry, this text messages went off through through Discord, which really is quite annoying. Um, yeah, the, we have the Gamescom event, which is is happening. Uh, elite meet where Ed will be giving a little presentation. It'll be the usual uh, meet and greet between commanders. Uh, but one thing that Ed was on the forum saying is that they're not going to talk about new content from beyond beyond. So we don't think there's going to be any news there about elite feet, space legs, or any paid DLC for this system for this season. Um, I think they're they're trying to manage expectation because, as usual, uh, something was said in the forums and it kind of spiraled spiraled out of control. And yeah, forums aren't exactly my favourite place at the moment. And of course, um, at PAX West, they are also having another community event uh, on Friday the thirty first of August. So between eight pm and twelve am, uh, PDT. Uh, I guess that's Pacific time, somewhere. I apologise to everyone in Seattle for not knowing what your time zone is. Um, and they're at the Melrose Market Studios in Seattle, so drop Frontier a line and see whether or not you can get yourself an invite. First come, third serve. Brett C was also on the um, on the forums. Uh, he was saying he's making an interesting point over the constant use of Steam stats, and he says that it feels that if people are using Steam stats to be the uh, the be all and end all argument that Elite Dangerous is dying slash dead slash abandoned slash on its deathbed. Unfortunately for those folks that are attempting to use Steam player stats as ammo for the above, Steam stats only paint a very small picture of the actual player count who are active in Elite Dangerous. We actually so, covered that on last week's show, uh, like you? in a, from a different light, mm. in that it was Elite Dangerous is still in the top 50 Steam sales of 2018. Mm. Uh, and we commented like that, surely that's... a a strong reflection of its sales if it's still in the top 50 game sales on Steam after what, four or five years of release. Yeah. Uh, so um, but the point that they're making is that the it's, it's not linked to the Steam platform. So uh, there are more players than what the Steam stats are saying. And if what um, Brett C is saying, it's, it's, it's a lot more I suppose when you you take into account the uh, the PS4 and the Xbox players, well, I don't know. Well, they're all elite, dangerous players. We can't uh, we can't be prejudiced against console owners, considering that half of us are ones. Um, yeah, there have also finally been um, PS4 issues. Uh, reports of slowdowns in the loading screens on the PS4. So if you have this issue, Frontier recommends to do a PS4 reset, which apparently is uh, to turn off uh, the actual machine and not put it into rest mode, disconnect the power cord, wait 30 seconds, then plug everything back in and turn it on again. So, And if this doesn't help and you still having these slowdown issues, open a support ticket because they'd like to know um, who's having trouble and how they can help. So, ah, like I said, lots of little bits to all um, add up. 
So has anybody got any general comments about the the um, the amount of development news we're getting at the moment? Uh, are we just all waiting for Gamescom? Yeah, I'm not even sure whether we'll get more at Gamescom than we've already had at, say, LaveCon, you know? Mm. Um, hopefully they'll show us a little bit more of the Q Q4 content they've got lined up, or maybe even tell us some of the stuff we've got coming in Q3. We don't know anything about that really mm. yet, do we? Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the one thing that um, nobody has talked to about yet, and we're, we're approaching Q3. Uh, I mean... Q3 is really any time until the end of September. So we'll probably be finding out quite soon, maybe. Yeah, I do think that the... I really wish Frontier would just come a bit clean with what they are projecting beyond Q4, but I can understand them not wanting to announce features for a product that's coming after one that they already haven't shipped, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know, I understand completely what you mean because uh, uh, what with the No Man's Sky release that's happened over the you know the next one. I mean, both me and you, Gurgle, have played this quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people on the forums are now using the new functionality of No Man's Sky as some kind of hammer to really bash Frontier with, and you, you're kind of there thinking. They've gone and said, right, this is what our roadmap is. Anyone that's compared the features of No Man's Sky to the features of Elite Dangerous, saying that Elite is lacking in comparison to No Man's Sky really doesn't understand the difference in complexities of what's going on in the background of Elite and mm. the simulation side of the game, because all of that side of No Man's Sky is just faked and procedurally generated. Even planets don't orbit suns. Um, you know, there isn't any movement in the galaxy. It's all static. Mm. Um, I mean, they're completely different games, aren't they? You know, just like oh, I yeah. do. It's a completely different experience playing No Man's Sky playing Elite. Uh, yeah, um, don't get me wrong. I actually enjoy playing No Man's Sky, this new version. Um, but to tell you the truth, it's, it's not an, an Elite Dangerous replacement for me. So... Yeah, the flight model yes, to me is, is ooh. <laughs> and, I mean, that's the real bugbear, isn't it, of No Man's Sky? If it had an interesting flight model beyond just up, down, left, right, and pew, mm. then maybe you'd think more detailed about the comparison, but it isn't. It is no way a spaceship game, is it? Spaceship is just one more tool No Man's Sky gives you to explore a big sandbox. It's nothing special. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so what we'll do, um, well, I'll just have a quick look through where we are at the moment. Right, well, there are a couple of uh, the in-game events, which obviously uh, we normally cover. Um, the Anti-Xeno Initiative. Um, Dalfoni was attacked last week. Uh, Bok was saved. So it now looks like the Thargoids are doing the damage stations using these new scouts, which are, uh, as I've discovered lately, very good at eating crates, if you're not knowing what you're looking for. Um, the new targets have been confirmed as CW Ursa Majoris and where we are at the moment, Kama Hindu. Uh, both have NHSSs and wrecked mother motherships. Mega 
sorry, I'll get my teeth back in, wrecked megaships. Now, the wrecked megaships are actually useful if you want to try and get interceptors such as basilisks, cyclops, and even the odd medusa. Um, so uh, both the Aegis ships are there, but be aware that any targets that you take out from the massacre missions from those ones probably won't count because those missions will be in a separate system. Um, the IDA, the, the people repairing the stations, um, they say that summer's finally taken its toll and the rush for Artemis uh, in record time, or well, having rushed Artemis in record time, Car, uh, Kamov's survey in HIP 17892 has been a lot slower to repair, uh, but slowly and steady the station has been brought online. So if you're in the area and want to visit the beautiful Pleiades, please pop down the Kamov survey and drop off a load of load or two. So, um, I guess on to newsletter 238. Um, obviously they mentioned the PAX West community event, um, but also there was the uh, Ed and Will Take on the Thargoids version 2 live stream. Did anybody else see this? I oh, missed the, the only live one. streamer. Yeah, I Again. missed it. I'm Fair enough. So, um, yeah, Ed and Will took on the Thargoids and they didn't manage too well, unfortunately. Uh, it did seem that, uh, yes, um, they took they tried to take them on with two crates and let's just say we're not successful. <laughs> Interesting. I must admit, the first ship I've tried fighting these little interceptors in is my python and they've not been too much of a struggle you can take a few more than there are players in a wing but we jumped in the threat six and they just annihilated us <laughs> yes um at the moment i can manage to think a threat four in my crate solo uh but anything more than a threat four uh, I'm really struggling by myself. Yeah. Uh, but the, but these two were trying to take out the actual Thargoid interceptors just using crates. And I don't think the crate for beginners is actually a good ship to take on the Thargoids with. <laughs> I think you need a T10 Anaconda or, you know, one of the big, the biggies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I felt like my Python could soak up a lot, but I, I haven't tried it against one of the big things. I think I would be very scared. <laughs> yes, uh, I've taken quite a few out with my T10. It's scared is the right word, I would say, completely. So uh, yeah, I mean we've got the new uh, crate raider ship, which was mentioned in the uh, in the group. Uh, sorry, in the newsletter. Um, what did everyone think of that? Uh, it's a raider, isn't it? I mean, I don't have a crate yet. I guess if you like rates and you like those raider kits it's perfect i'd probably want it just for the um you know the rusty paint job <laughs> if you can have a crate it should be rusty uh which is uh... right so um <laughs> that really ends the whole kind of news that we've got in live radio today so what do you all fancy doing? At the moment, I'm having my arse handed to me by a group of Thargoids. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so I think what we'll do at the moment, um, if 
Grant is able to. Uh, I think... I've, oh, yes, we have our multiple, uh, multiple stream running. So what we're going to do is that uh, we don't really have much to discuss this week, so I think we're all going to go and try and wing up, with the exception of... Um, Dear-old psycho cow, who's who's far off near Colonia. I'm waiting for the AA to come and pick me up. <laughs> oh, you, have you called the fuel rats? <laughs> no, 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 I've got fuel. I've just not got the mechanical side of things working. Ten <laughs> percent <laughs> hull. It was a costly podcast. It really was. Oh my god! You and you're scared to actually jump back. No, 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 not at all. No, um, I've lost my key bindings in the last update and my backup ah. is not installing and then I worked out that somehow one of my USB devices wasn't plugged in so all the stuff I'd done trying to fix it has completely corrupted it so I'm going to have to rebind everything again. But it does mean I can be a director for you guys and call the action shot so... That's a oh, that would be good. You, you can, you can basically be our um, our audio descriptor as we all explode in in horrible pieces. Um, apparently, <laughs> apparently, uh, broadcast. I think is Jonas part of Broadcast Cobra. I've got a horrible feeling he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah he is. He, he took me out before I got to a uh, Thargoid site, even so I just swapped route. Ah, right. So you didn't actually combat log. You just got blown up. Ah, oh, you'd let him kill me, and then logged when I um, was back in the station respawned. Ah, yeah, combat so log. Who combat logs? That would probably be me. Combat ah. beavers. Combat beavers. It's always nice that someone in in a bigger ship starts to pick on little sidewinder people, isn't it? Size doesn't matter. <laughs> I self-destructed and then just relogged. It was like I'm not there to PvP. I wanted to blackoids. <laughs> well, so what we're going to do is that. Oh, hello. Oh, I'm under attack. Who's having a go at me now? Oh, oh there we go. Again, yep. Definitely, you've got a player coming in. And there. boom. Oh, you don't need to guess, you're an open. Yeah, you can definitely tell you're an open. Uh, Commander Dizephysia. Well, congratulations, Engine. In, in being last. <laughs> well done, you've managed to take a ship out that was only armed to kill aliens. And wasn't even playing. Actually, it's mixed. It wasn't even oh, playing. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Right, so I will do the same as you, I think. I'll switch over to a different group because uh, it's going to be one of those. Uh, and then I will come and wing up with you. I should, um, put my... Well, I'm hoping Toxic would come and give me some backup, but he's obviously drinking some brandy. He's just watching you die, and it gives him... Yeah. It gives him cheap thrills. Pleasure. Yeah. You don't know how right Grant is. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you? I would do the same. You've got good health and... It's a threat five. I'm in on my own. Help me. Oh, there's, there's some yeah, flashy stuff and big um, spinning fidget spinners that he's currently shooting at. <laughs> fidget spinners. <laughs> that is the best description hey, I've heard in a while. 10,000 credit bond for killing a Thargoid fidget spinner. 
I'm rich. I mean, <laughs> wow. It was so the repair worthwhile. Costs, the repair costs for that will be 20000 please. Let, let's not talk about the repair costs, eh? <laughs> what was, was it, you're flying? Oh. Is that a python? Yeah. Ah, they're not too bad. I remember during what? the Hutton, uh, the Hutton runs, how people in pythons found themselves with half a million credit uh, bills just to get their in their integrities back. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, the the seven and a half million repair bill for being blown up for funds will need what. 700,000 Thargoid kills to recuperate. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I can live with it. It's, money's not a problem, is toxic, it? Toxic, I have to say, Toxic doesn't seem to be doing much. Let's go and see what he's up to. Oh, he's shooting at another fidget spinner. How many fidget spinners are in there? Uh, five? Yeah. I think five or six. So you've taken One, out two. two. Oh yeah. All right, are you two in a wing? Can someone send me a wing request? Yeah, one second. If you do, if it doesn't mean you get blown up. There you go, wing in right centre. Thank you. Oh, two wing invades. Thank you very much. Right. And my beacon should be on, so if you target me, well, I'm only about two light seconds off the uh, station. Gotcha. 80% hull on that particular fidget spinner um, and 89% hull for Kurgle's ship. Toxic looks like he's doing slightly better. Are you crazy? What, what are you flying? That looks like a modded. <laughs> it looks like a big hauler. Um, <laughs> that that would probably be a, uh, a, a federal gunship, ship. or is it? Yeah. It's, a it's a gunship. Wait, Toxic's it? in a dropship, I think. I'm in a gunship. Ooh, ooh okay. gunship. You've got a gunship with no fighter, which is yeah. What? <laughs> Um, Here we go. You don't want to share kills. Did I see someone else there yeah. as well? Did I see? Uh, I did see uh, an imperial ship that looked like they're a wee corvette or something. Jesus, corvette. There is a um, an NPC ship in here somewhere. Yeah, you sometimes get NPC ships uh, appear, uh, and they will help you out. And some most of the time they're actually wanted. So after fighting the Thargoids, we did find actually, that. You can you can actually claim the bounty and that will supplement your income for the repair costs. Yeah, we did find that just before the show. Me and Toxic were clearing up a few bounties afterwards. Right. I'm quite enjoying playing with fixed weapons again as well, and surprised that they're quite so usable even in a crusty old python. Um. That's another another one down to Kurt. Oh no, Toxic took that one down. Oh damn it! Caustic damage already. Oof. I do have some caustic repair limpets, so yeah, once it, we've cleaned this last one up, we can uh, clean up. Yeah, I forgot to get limpets and leave it. Nice blue lasers, though. They're Mister uh, Phoenix to fire. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I will shoot limpets at you. We'll like it. I'm just getting a little bit of lag on you, so I'm going to put a bit of a bigger buffer on you. <clears throat> See? So oh. We'll jump over to Kurgul and come back to you in a second. Uh, right, I will deploy my fighter. And I don't have my fighter either. Oh, balls! When my ship got destroyed, I lost my pilot, didn't I? Oh, that's... 
Shit, he was he was an expert. I managed to get him up all the way from harmless. Can we have a minute <sighs> of silence for Collins, co-pilot, please? Damn well, you, you murderous scum from what was it, Broadcast Cobra? Yeah. I'm not sure we're ever gonna forgive you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Broadcast oh, right. no bra. Yeah, <laughs> no bra. <laughs> oh place. dear. Of all the time for the X-52 to start playing up. Oh, there we go. Well, you you seem to have quite a lot of stuff hanging around you guys at the moment. Material parts and all that kind of stuff. Quite yeah, a lot I tend to wait until the Thargoids run dead before start picking. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Oh dear, is that Kurgle getting some caustic damage there? I was just removing it with a caustic removal oh, limpet yeah. actually and spamming them onto the others so that they also get repaired. There we go. Nice. So like well, I'm going to... Um, Febreze for um, ships. Yeah, that's in right. It's space Febreze. Space for breeze for getting rid of that nasty Thargoid niff. We should get notes for this because, like, that's got to go in the next set of adverts, right? Space for breeze. <laughs> getting rid of your caustic uh, worries. Because space right. smells. It certainly does. Of Thargoid. Well, but we've not got we've not got toilets in our ships. I mean, that's that's that that's we know. A, I don't I don't motion. know about your ship. I've got a fully furbished. Toilet compartment in mine. Is that right? Big okay, fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't mention fish tanks. <laughs> <laughs> We've just actually got rid of our fish. Oh no! Now, did you actually yeah. get rid of them, or did they get rid of themselves? Because I know that my son's <laughs> fish committed suicide. <laughs> oh my um, god! No, actually, our two goldfish um, we put into the neighbour's pool because basically it was this, the tank was too small for them. But there was these three smaller fish which we'd put into a local pond. And considering they were close to the end of their life, it's probably the equivalent of putting sort of 80-year-olds in the middle of the Hunger Games. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Somehow, That'll be a frog, that'll be a seagull, that'll be a bird, that'll be a dog. Yeah. No, the worst thing was, right, I put the fish in and some kids run over to us. Did you just put fish in? And I went, yes. They put the fishing rods right next to where they went in. And I went, they're little, just tiny things. You all don't care. We <laughs> <sighs> should have thrown one of them in. <laughs> I think there's a law against that, isn't there? Only if you get caught. <laughs> oh, I'm in enough trouble. I've been reported. So we can only have Kurgle and Toxic are looking, I think, for another... We're looking for what? a non... Yeah, a non-human threat signal source to uh, drop in. Although it looks like Toxic has just met up with fight, um, Phoenix. Slamming into everything. I've got a non-human threat three over here. Oh, you should be able to handle that by yourself. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty wussy. Let's have a look and see. Will this be another fidget spinner? 
I think oh, there's to be. be another fidget spinner, yeah. Anything under uh, four or lower will be a fidget spinners. If it's five and above, then you, it's a kind of a 50-50 whether it's going to be scouts or, or, or interceptors. We I got think in... like 20 fidget spinners when me and Toxic dropped in a threat six. It was incredible. Toxic was like, this isn't so bad while I'm sucking all of the fire up because I landed just before him. <laughs> I jump out and then he just evaporates. <laughs> yes. Um, it, can, it can be quite a challenge, those. Commander Starion right, is asking, I... how good are non-AX weapons against bugs? Um, I'd say Class 3 beam lasers are very good. Uh, but they do do damage, but AX weapons are still the best, or Guardian weapons are still the best against them. Yeah, well, I just slapped four AX multi-cannons on my Python, and other than that, and took the cargo bays out. And other than that, it's pretty much just my multi-well Python. Oh, I can see a Dr. Toxic. Oh, we've got a traffic jam. So I think you've got, what, three? Nope, two fidget spinners in this particular instance. Yeah, I've got two fidget spinners and a blip just off my radar. I, I know that it's not blip. It's a blue, yeah. Now, the, these... The, these little fidget spinners, if there there are four different kinds now. They, they all used to be the same, but... We've got it's the regenerator. Yeah. Yeah, I know so was a marauder. Yeah, the marauders are the standard ones. Yeah, well he's got he's got a marauder here that he's currently taking on. Which is giving him a fair wallop um to the shields, but they seem to be absorbing this the damage really quickly. It's mostly their um their their fire puts that debuff on me, which does hull damage regardless of whether my shields are up. That's the the tricky bit, really. Um, the shields are quite manageable, but the Python's got big shields on it, and I've got two cell banks and some shield boosters. So hmm. you just got to watch the damage levels in case they get a bit close to the bone. Yeah, exactly. AX weapons are useless against interceptors, says Hired Cam. Well, that's bollocks, because basically, how do you think I managed to be taking down interceptors? Well, that one's an inciter. And yeah, what an I inciter mean, does, that, that ups the damage from the marauders. If you see them pulse. Ah, interesting. I wondered why sometimes they seem to do really crazy damage. Yeah, the, the, what Inciter does is it does, um, uh, basically, it pulses every now and again. It's like a support vessel, and all the marauders in its wing will then either target you or people in your wing, and just, they get a, a damage boost. Yeah. So, does anybody need any decom? Are you okay? I didn't get infected that time. I can drop a limpet if someone needs it. I shot myself with a decom limpet. Alright, fair enough then. The other two, of course, are regenerators, which uh, are pretty obvious that, you know, they heal the uh, the marauders. And the other one is a berserker, and they are the absolute gits of the world. Because if you are targeted by a berserker and it pulses, it means that every single marauder that's in its wing will lock onto you with a caustic missile and fire it. 
I think that might be what happened to Toxic right after I jumped out of that three six. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I do really like the fact that we've got more variety in these fights, but sometimes it could be an absolute bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, a, a wing really does seem to make it a little bit easy mode, doesn't it? I can't imagine going into that threat five solo and actually finishing it, the one we were in a minute ago. No. Um, normally, normally I make a run for it if I'm in a threat five. Yeah. Oh, I have a. Oh, distress call. I don't think we want the distress call, do we? No, we only want non-human threats. I think. I've got a non-human threat four. That'll do. I'll lock onto you. The mistake I made last last night is that my friend of my friend who I go Thargoid hunting with, uh, we both thought we'd locked onto the same uh, USS, and <laughs> we were about two hundred my uh, kilometers apart, each fighting their own Thargoid. So uh, yeah, that that one was a close call for my T10. You know, I was talking about that being the third part of this thing that Alan had done. Um, oh God, I think it's going to take me a wee while to get back into the swing of things. Um, I got the number three from the fact that it's on MP3. Oh, right, gotcha. <laughs> what wonk. Right, so I apologise <laughs> profoundly for that level of stupidity. Oh, don't worry. We've got plenty of people doing stupid things at the moment on our show. <laughs> What threat level is this for? This is a four, and we've just had a bunch oh. come in. Oh, it's a four, right. So I'm just preparing this piece, um, because what we'll do is when we get to, well, maybe sort of quarter to ten or something, we will uh, end this part of the broadcast, and we will oh, schedule Jesus. this uh, part from uh, Mr. Stroud. And it's got some of the political update. We'll get that playing for you all. Excellent. Oh, my goodness. There's quite a few of them. Oh, yeah. So this is a lot of... Um, do, do you get any sort of instances where you've got mix of uh, fidget spinners and some of the more classical floral? Yes. Yes, you do. And so, trust me, I, I, that's the time I wear my brown pants. To be honest, yeah, or I wish I was wearing my brown pants. I am not ready for that. <laughs> That's for sure. So it's another Marauder there. Yeah, and it's a Berserker variant I'm targeting at the moment. And that's the end of him. Marauder, 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 Berserker. There we are. Tell my fighter to attack him. Yeah, you got him down to 22. That's not bad. There we go. And we managed to get him before he, he pulsed and gave off the order to launch caustics, which is always a good sign. Yeah. Yeah, I think I might have been hit by one of Like. Oh, damn. I've just been... I've got done by damn uh, caustic. I think I just went through that, that damage cloud. I yeah, wouldn't worry I... about that too much. Mm -hmm. I've got my health. I got hit by one, like a whole bunch of missiles. Everything. Yeah, that would have been the berserker that we were talking about earlier. Right. 
And, and putting out a decom limpet just to heal up my damage. Dr. Toxic, do you need healing? I've, um, I'm doing a limpet on myself. Yeah, I'm limiting as well. I mean, these limpets are good value for money because basically one 100 credit limpet will <laughs> effectively repair thousands of credits worth of hull, especially on the big ships. So, you know, just waiting for my fighter to dock. There we are. And I'm at 97%, so I'm good to go for another one. How about you two? Uh, I'm like down to 63, but I reckon I'm still good for another one. I've got 45 mistakes left to make. <laughs> mistakes left to make. Let's find another. Or oh, actually, what I could do is I could nip back to the station. It's like two light seconds away while you two look for a. I mean, that was was that a threat four? Yeah, that was a threat four. Yeah. That was the heaviest threat four I've seen in a long time. Yeah, yeah me and Toxic were doing threat fours before the show. That's what we were experimenting with and that we didn't see on my own before the show. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't see any like that, did we? No, no that, that was that, Matt. That had that had um yeah, the berserk so you've all we've we've come across an ins an inciter and a berserker tonight. So we just need to see a regenerator as well and you know those two pulse red, I think the regenerator pulse is blue. So if you see a Thargoid fidget spinner that's blue, target that one first. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's the, it's the old adage of they always aim for the medic first, isn't it? Well, you know, it's the, easy, the, the easiest that everyone way else to, is aiming at. That's easy. And to kill off a circus. <laughs> and go for the juggler. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. And what's worse is that I actually knew that one. <laughs> oh, it's still good. It's still uh... good. No, the be the the best stroke, worst pun in the world, is is still the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer one. <laughs> I was, um, you know, the cyanide and happiness. There was a little sort of yeah. a little cartoon like that that made me laugh. As it was a teacher in a primary school saying to her students, you know, <clears throat> and what do you get from chickens? And they all like eggs. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yes, yep. carry on. Um, what do you get from... Um, oh, Crikey, now I'm trying to remember what it's Pigs. Pigs, yeah, bacon. Really? Yep. That's a bit advanced for kids, you know, I think. Anyway, and the last question is, uh, what do you get from a fat cow? Homework. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it made me laugh. <laughs> Well, was it the line that made you laugh? It was the fact that the axe murdering the kids afterwards. <laughs> no, it was. It was definitely. It's the kind of thing you know. Because I remember um, it's exam results time, and it always takes me back to remember when I got a phone call from the school uh, from the history teacher who was concerned that uh, my son was not doing his history homework. He wasn't handing it in. Um, he was avoiding it. And when she'd asked him why he wasn't doing it, he told her it was because. He couldn't get motivated. I thought, well, my size nine's going to help him get motivated, that's for sure. <laughs> but I also had a degree of uh, respect for such an honest and eloquent answer that he gave her. 
Um, so I couldn't go too hard on him. But yeah, he got his exam results back from his hires today and he's uh, sitting pretty for next year with four A's and a B. So That's not too bad. That is amazing. Congratulations well to the smart we are. So he's better than I was. <laughs> I'm finding that. like My kids are getting better grades than me. So, you know, it's a relief in one way. It is. I mean, it's it's frus- it's frustrating in the the, the point of um, uh, he now has twelve A's and two B's. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. As you were saying on the on the Drabble show, you can kind of tell that we've all reached a certain age from by the things we discuss. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've got a threat five. You're saying uh, we're a bunch of old Well, you're not. He smells like one. All right. Low wake to Kurgle. Oh, my God. How many? Quite a few. Oh, God's truth. Did you say struth? Yeah. Why? What's wrong with saying truth? Back, nothing. Right, let me just see what I can do. Good grief, they're... Right, now they're coming after me. So we're basically waiting on Dr. Toxic to come in and save us. We're so screwed. <laughs> That's the best way of putting it. Most accurate. Cheese it. <laughs> oh, there, there is a regenerator somewhere because I can see this ship. Yeah, the berserker I'm fighting is just back to full health, so we need to find that regenerator, right? Yeah. Uh, a couple of... Let's see. I've got an inciter. Berserker. Oh. Regenerator, my target. So it should have a uh, an X on it, I guess. Got it. So yeah, we're continuing to blat the heck out of these uh, enemies at the moment. Yeah, it's green. It's glowing green, not blue. I got to... Oh! It's dead now. And straight through the caustic damage again. Ah, yeah, little Torag. Um, where is it now? Oh, caustic missiles as well now. Wonderful. Ah, and dead now. <laughs> Two more at least. It's toxic taking out the trash. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of action going on at the moment. Um, if you're watching on Twitch, um, all of them are in deep doo doo, and I'm sitting staring at a star, which I will no doubt spend the next two days crashing into. <laughs> There is. I've, I'm onto the inciter. Nice. I'm fighting a marauder at the moment with toxic. Oh. So, would you say that the kind of secret to these is to target the support ships if you've got a wing, and take them yes. out, and someone keep the main one busy? 
Well, well the light battery generator was just the target I got down to like 30% a hole just regen straight back up to 100 so until you take the regenerators out you're basically not making any progress uh, I'm not sure about the other variants but that seemed really nasty yeah normally I would say hit the the regenerators first then the uh, berserker and then the inciter because if you don't take down the regenerator, the other ships will just basically are untouchable. The Berserker, because it can get these massed attacks of um, Corsic missiles onto you, that should be your next priority. Uh, and the Inciter should be the next one because obviously you don't want the, the Marauders to boost their, um, uh, boost their firepower. So I think we came through that relatively unscathed. Yeah, I'm back up to full hull. Mm -hmm. Didn't even use a shield cell back in that fight. Yeah, we still had quite a few. Um, yeah. So how, how are we doing? Well, I've got 14 kills so far in this session. That's not too bad. I got 10. Yeah, 13. Excellent. So it's not really a, a good way or an efficient way of making money. No. It's not a good way of making money, but no, it is a great it, way of you, getting your yeah, combat rank up. Uh, combat rank. Yeah, because the all of the Thargoids count as elite um, combat tiers, don't they? So Do they? I've only been out here for a couple of days, and I've already gone up 2 or 3% in my danger. I haven't really been dedicated. Been I've done 20% on my master rank, yeah. and I... I only started at like six o'clock this evening. Yeah, that's not bad. Right, so we're coming out for some more. I think we'll be able yeah. to get one more session in before uh, one more USS in before. Um... Yeah, we pass over. <laughs> yeah, I maybe we should try and find a non-human threat six, and if we luck out and get one full of fidget spinners, we could have a proper work. Okay, so a threat six we're after. Well, if you find something else that's interesting, like a five or a four, why not? But uh, I've got a four right ahead of me, but if you want a threat six, I've never been in a threat six before. No, no, like it'll be a basilisk. <laughs> I've got a threat three. Um, no, that's going the wrong way. He wants to... Yes. Higher, higher. What's this? This is a threat four non-human over here. Yeah. Might be the same one I just scanned, actually. Um, that's another one identified. That is a non-human threat four. Oh, found another one. Oh. I got threat five. Oh, yeah, let's do the threat five. Let's see how long I last going in solo, eh? Right, make sure your wing beacon's on. Yes, it is. I will navlock you. And there goes my fighter. Yeah. Oh! Did you see that? Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. One of them is there. Okay, there's a marauder. Two regenerators. Two regenerators? Two. Oh, I'm going to have to get rid of both of them then. I'm targeting one already. Right, so that's a bit of a bugger because then they'll be regenerating each it, other. Yeah. Yep. Oh, he's starting to regenerate right now. 
God, that is, a, that is a phenomenal amount of regeneration on one ship. Oh, I think I've just bumped somebody. Right, I see a regenerator now. I'm going after him. Tell my fighter to do it as well. Come on, squishy. Squishy, squishy. Boom. There we go. I don't see any more regenerators. There's four marauders. God, I mean, that... It, I've never seen that with two regenerators in the same pack. That's that's new. Yeah, that was nasty. There's still oh, another okay. one. I can see the pulse. Yeah. This one's still... Yeah. Yeah. I got it. You're onto yeah. it, are you? Yeah, we've got it. Well, we've got it targeted. See, my beam lasers, i got two class two beam lasers and a class 3 beam laser and they do do a significant amount of damage uh, in addition to the AX cannons I've got so yeah I was just watching the damage output of your ship and it, when you're beam we lost you there toxic <clears throat> you seem to cut off I'm not worried about toxic clouds can AX them. weapons be engineered I'm just going through all the questions as well Oh, I don't honestly know the so. answer to that. No, I don't think so. No, they cannot. Well, oh, there you go. But can Guardian weapons be engineered? I don't believe so. Guardian other modules can't be, can they? No, that's what they're saying. This sort of two specialist weapons cannot be. Ah, oh, blast it straight through the decom <laughs> again. <laughs> and yes, um, Hopak is asking is that Hopak or is it Hapak? Hapatch, um, we are going to finish up the, the sort of battling and then switch to a pre-recorded piece for you to enjoy, which is a discussion between Lave Radio and the AADC regarding the, well, basically the disagreements and the situation that Lave Radio Network finds itself in. Uh, that's By that oh. we mean being the best. <laughs> so well I think we should just give before we uh, sign out and pass that over to uh, to everybody uh, what we'll do is we'll just you know, of course give the usual shout outs so um, LaveCon 2019 of course is for the usual 4th to the 7th of July in 2019 where hopefully uh, we won't have details for that for quite a while but just Pencil those dates into your diary if you fancy making it over to LaveCon. Um, of course, we'll recommend the CQC Discord at um, uh, Discord Me CQC. Uh, that's for people who like uh, a lot of the CQC action. I would say that since Frontier have dropped the number of requirements of players needed to start a game, that's really picked up quite a lot in the last couple of weeks. Um, we're going to have to do a live radio session in CQC at some point just to see how much it's uh, uh, it's changed. So we'll thank everybody who blew us up. Thank you, Broadcast Cobra, <laughs> during Lassa, this session. Lassa. Broadcast Cobra. And um, uh, we'll also thank everybody who's joining us on Twitch, which if a give me a second yeah there are quite a few of you sort of 40 of you so um thanks for joining us uh so i think for the moment uh, we'll sign off the main part of this uh 
of this broadcast uh, and hand over to... Do we want to do uh, Commander Witherspoon's news first or do we want to do the uh, uh, Alan's thing? Well, um, we could do either. Should we do a Galnet first then, just now, and that will be way we can sort of finish up nice and neatly? Mm-hmm. Okay then, so... Um, that's it for another episode of Lay Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can join us on email at info at laveradio.com, facebook.com slash laveradio, at laveradio on Twitter, and you can join the Discord chat channel by going to discord.io slash laveradio. You can join our TeamSpeak server at teamspeak.laveradio.com, and Lave Radio Tuesday evening at half past eight and streamed out over laveradio.com slash live. So, thanks to Grant, thanks to Ashley, thanks to Commander Kurgle, and thanks to all those commanders that have joined us uh, in the Thargoid hunt. So until next time, fly safe, and if you can't do that, fly dangerous. Galnet News Digest, 7th of August, 3304. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Fargod, Thargoid Link, investigated. Vatterman thrilled as Brandy Blockade breaks. Tharg's invasion plan. Fargod, Thargoid Link, investigated. A week after civil authorities stepped in to stop the persecution of the Fargod cult, the Federal Intelligence Agency has admitted that it's investigating the cult for possible links with the Thargoid invasion fleet. 
In a statement released on the 3rd of August, the FIA said that it takes seriously allegations that the Thargoid cult may be in contact with Thargoid forces, or at least may be under Thargoid influence. The federal agency says it's working with local security forces to investigate these claims. Footage handed to the Rewired News Channel shows groups of demonstrators cheering as Fargod chapels are raided and unarmed and unresisting Fargod cult members dragged into armoured vehicles, presumably to help the police with their inquiries. Juanita Bishop, who is a vocal proponent of the Church of the Eternal Void's attacks on Fargod chapels and cult adherents, repeated her claim that the Fargoid okay, church members are Fargoid <laughs> spies and should all be rounded up and executed. There have also been claims that some civil rights activists have been offering shelter to Fargold cult members, and some non-cult members have been filmed trying to prevent the security forces from completing their duties. This all comes as an unnecessary distraction from preventing Thargoid raids on stations in the bubble. This week, commanders managed to save the box system from attack, with only Plucker Enterprise in Danopi damaged. Thargoid forces have been scouting the CW Ursi Majoris and Kamadenu systems this week, and the brave Aegis megaships have actually deployed the correct systems this time. There now follows a two-day waiting period to see whether attempts to distract the scouts from their work were successful, or if the very hearts of the Federation and Empire are under threat. Vatiman thrilled as Brandy Blockade breaks. Engineer Didi Vatiman has voiced his relief after Lavian brandy started flowing once more. The Lave system has been in prolonged lockdown, believed to be the result of illegal actions by groups of breakaway mercenaries claiming to act on behalf of the Alliance of Independent Systems, and who object to the system being independent. This has caused almost total disruption to the production of the famous brandy, and has in turn caused problems for Vataman, who has a celebrated love of the amber nectar, as well as a bit of a drinking problem. Vataman has described how he was down to his last hundred tons of the brandy, only enough to last the weekend, if he invites a few friends over, when the lockdown was lifted on Sunday night. The Lavian Wines and Spirits Company is appealing for supplies of the famous liquor to be collected as soon as possible, as, with ongoing civil unrest, it's only a matter of time before the authorities are forced to impose another period of lockdown. Engineer Vatterman has pledged to provide engineering assistance to pilots who help him to restock his cellar, adding that Indy Bourbon and Centauri Megagin are to his palate vastly inferior beverages. He points out that De Morgue's Bar and Barbecue in Wangal and the Squirrel's Nest Bar in Pleone both carry stocks of Lavian brandy and that, while he couldn't condone illegal actions, he would recommend that commanders carry a manifest scanner, hatch breaker and collector limpets, and a supply of heat sinks with them, if they happen to be venturing in either of those directions. The East India Company also maintains a stock of Lavian brandy, which they'll exchange with enterprising commanders in return for imperial slaves. And thus, bizarrely and unexpectedly, forces working for Liberal Alliance Prime Minister Mahan 
can be seen to be supporting the slave trade. Tharg's Invasion Plan Tharg the Mighty, Lord of Polaris, Emperor of the Coal 70 Sector, and Prince of the Pleiades, sighs as he surveys the remains of his invasion plan. It has so many scribbles, crossings out and writings in, that it's hard to see any of the original text. It had seemed such a watertight solution. Every week he sends in the scouts on Thursday, spends five days surveying very carefully to make sure the attack squadron knows exactly where the target is, spends two days preparing the battle fleet, and then performs a surgical strike on Thursday morning, when no one's looking. A wonderful piece of theatre, and excellent advertising for the cause. Tharg's plan is not working. The idea is to chase the humans away. They must surely know that Tharg's great-great-great-grandfather was here first, Tharga forming desolate planets, and that Tharg has returned to claim what is rightfully his. He's worked hard to make sure that the humans have somewhere to go. It was Tharg's sensors that caused Jack's station to malfunction and led to the founding of Colonia, in a part of the galaxy Tharg thinks the humans would like. Even before that, he worked closely with the club to establish new homes for the humans in the Conflux, in Hawkins Gap, and in the Formidine Rift. Are they flooding out to start a new life, out of the way of Thargoid kind? No, they're not. They're stubbornly staying put in the face of all logic. It's not that Tharg minds, but he didn't even receive a wedding invitation from Princess Ashling and that Rochester fellow. The snub didn't hurt. Tharg doesn't sniff back a self-pitying tear. He pulls himself together and starts shuffling through the latest intelligence report from the leader of the Far God cult. So the humans think he's controlling them. Seriously? No. You need Spacebook to control a population. Tharg has no time for social media. And yet, Tharg smiles to himself and starts humming tunelessly. Tharg has a plan. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.